There is a great line in the second reading this morning. Maybe one of the best lines in all of Holy Scripture. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God. What makes a person a Christian? Our second reading this morning kind of summarizes it. What makes one a Christian? Well, according to Ephesians, the first step is to give up. Give up trying to justify yourself in the eyes of God based on attempting to be something you are not. Give up trying to impress God and others that you are deserving of their respect, admiration, or love by some self-concocted virtue. Give up trying to make God look favorably upon you because you believe the Bible or you give two hours a week volunteering at the library or because you tithe or use inclusive language or are politically correct. Give it up. On another level, give up trying to save yourself by what the bathroom scale says or what your checkbook says, or by what the children do in school or on the athletic field, or by what salary you earn. Grace destroys every false security. Grace does away with every false demand. Grace renders every attempt to make ourselves acceptable, futile, and a waste of time. The more we seek self-justification, the more we grasp at it, the more elusive acceptance becomes. Why? Because there's never enough to last. Just as for Martin Luther, there was never enough to confess. Never enough purity of heart to which receive the sacraments. Never enough virtue to win the acceptance of God. So there's never enough personal achievement or social prestige to allow us to obtain the golden cage of salvation by perspiration. Figuring that grace is just too easy or too good to be true. We foolish humans want to be in control of the way we are perceived. Did you hear that line in the gospel reading? The light has come into the world and people love darkness rather than light. For most of us, just give us works of righteousness any day. That's easy. Being saved by grace through faith means that in the ultimate religious sense, no one is righteous. Nobody is in the right relationship with God. There's no such thing as relative goodness or relative badness. The ground at the cross is level. We're all twisted and ungodly. Therefore, none of us has a claim on God. Grace comes as God's great 
Nevertheless, God in Christ sees us as we are, not as we ought to be or think we are, for in God's clear seeing, we are nevertheless loved despite all the evidence to the contrary. Faith, therefore, is the capacity to apprehend and understand that God loves us as we are, not because of our righteousness, our humility, our orthodox beliefs, our degrees, our new paradigms, or our professional status. Paul had it right. God loved us even when we were dead in our trespasses. If we can hear that and in some way let it sink into our hearts and our minds, our spirits, maybe even our bodies, we will be able to breathe the fresh air of release. The answer to our universal need for acceptance has already been given. And faith is the life we live by saying yes to it. One of the theological giants of the past century, Paul Tillich, was asked to fill in at the last moment at a noonday chapel service at Union Theological Seminary in New York City. What no one knew at the time, at the very foundations of Tillich's life had been shaken. For just hours before, Tillich's wife of many years confronted him about his adulterous relationship with another woman. And she told him that she loved him and accepted him. And so he went to the pulpit that day. And this is a portion of what he said on that dreadful day. Grace strikes us when we are in great pain and restlessness. It strikes us when we walk through the dark valley of meaninglessness and empty life. It strikes us when we feel that our separation is deeper than usual because we violated another life, a life which we love or from which we are estranged. It strikes us when our disgust for our own being, our indifference, our weakness, our hostility, and our lack of direction and composure has become intolerable to us. It strikes us when year after year, the longed-for perfection of life does not appear, when old compulsions reign within us as they have for decades, when despair destroys all joy and courage. Sometimes at that moment, a wave of light breaks into our darkness, and it is as though a voice were saying, you are accepted. You are accepted, accepted by that which is greater than you, in the name of which you do not know, perhaps you will find it later. Do not try to do anything now. 
Perhaps later you will do much. Do not seek for anything. Do not perform anything. Do not intend anything. Simply accept the fact that you are accepted. If such an experience happens to us, we experience grace. After such an experience, we may not be better than before. We may not believe more than before, but everything is transformed. In that moment, grace conquers sin and reconciliation bridges the gulf of estrangement. And nothing more is demanded of this experience. No religious or moral or intellectual presupposition. Nothing but acceptance. For by grace, you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.